This is a global original podcast. Hi and welcome to Confessions of a Modern Parent. The podcast where my husband Mark and I discuss the challenges, difficulties, frustrations and ultimately the joys of being parents and step-parents to four wonderful, talented, beautiful daughters aged between 25 and 12. Okay, today, body piercing. Tattoos. And makeup. When's it okay? What age? How do we feel about it? Do we take it personally? Have I ever shown you my Prince Albert? Mark. Hello, my darling. Hello. Hello, hello. Right, so, mm, this is, this is, this is the podcast... Spit it out. ...that... Maddie most wanted to contribute to. Is it? Because she said, this is the one I feel most passionate about. So oh. God knows what she's going to say in her voice note later. But um, it, it's it's interesting. Any show that I've ever done, and, and certainly on Loose Women, every time we discuss this, it goes crazy. What is it? And it is tattoos, mm. piercings, mm. makeup. Mm. Those three things... What age is it permissible? Obviously not by law, but as a as a parent, what age do you think it's okay? How much? What does it say to you? Um, what does it say about you as a parent if your child has piercing? There's lots I think we can get into with this. Mm. Yeah. See, I, I'm a bit old-fashioned when it comes to tattoos. I, I'm still of the era where I think if you have a tattoo, you're a fisherman. Oh. Or a scaffolder. Right. And you're not necessarily, I don't know, tattoos, although things have changed with tattoos, haven't they, a bit? Well, the thing is, and I was actually, I was talking to the girls about this yesterday. Tattoos are just the absolute norm. Mm. I mean, for instance, look at, look at Love Island. Is there ever anybody without tattoos on? And they're supposed to be the no. epitome, aren't they, of yeah. the look. Um, also, when you look across all the movie stars... They all have tattoos now. That is very, very different yeah. to when we were growing up, which, which you're right. It was, it was seen as a sort of... Well, it was just a... It came with certain tradespeople. Yeah, it um, was. And, and people were very, very snooty yeah. about people that had tattoos. My nan would always say things like, oh, no, look at him, he's got a tattoo on his arm. Yeah. But it was always said like, oh, look at him. Yeah. It's a bit uncouth. Yeah, and in fact, my friend was saying to me the other day, she's actually a makeup artist, and she was saying that um, she had to look after Jasper Carrot for a couple of years. What, she was comedian? doing his yeah, she was doing his makeup for a couple of years, right. and uh, she has tattoos all the way over, all the way up and down her arms. And she got this job, and when she got the job, she had a shirt on. And then after she got the job, she was telling some friends that she was going to be working with this, this with Jasper. And they said, well, whatever you do, never show your tattoos because he hates people that wear tattoos. Right. She was telling me this the other day. And so she said, come rain or shine, she was always totally covered up because of the t tattoos. I said, well, that's so interesting, isn't it? Because it felt, she loves her tattoos and it felt right that she had her tattoos. But because somebody else hated it, she had this kind of shame, shame. with it. Right. And it was quite good because she was telling me this story in front of Kiki. Right. Uh, and I always think that's quite a good way to get your message across to kids, isn't it? Is to buy a sort of apropos of nothing, we just happened to be having what this conversation. What was the message? Well, that the, it's a big, big deal having a tattoo. Oh, right. And this because, was coming from someone with tattoos. Yeah, because, yeah. and she loves her tattoos. Yeah, yeah, and they look because great. Because not everywhere 
accepts them. Some yes. people still have huge judgment yeah. towards them. Anyway, so she was saying all of this and she was saying how she loves tattoos and she loves her tattoos and she wouldn't mind if her boys had tattoos yeah. and da-da-da. Um, and, then, and then I said, yeah, but what about on their neck? Oh, no, I want them on their neck. Well, oh, so then, what? Obviously, not your face. Oh, no, 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 nowhere your face. Mm. So even though she's covered in tattoos, there is still like gradations of what's okay. And I think, our, you know, our children's bodies are their bodies. They're not anything really to mm. do with us. Our children come through us, but there is that responsibility to try and explain. And this is always the difficult thing, isn't it, with children? Because usually they're just in the moment. To try and say to them, what could happen in the future, how you might end up feeling, how you might... is incredibly difficult, and yet that's what I think. What are you going to do if you have a great What's big... What's your take on tattoos? Be honest. When, what, when you... what, what if you have a great big tattoo on your bum and then you have a really saggy bum? What's your tattoo going to look like? Um, I, my take has changed on tattoos. I think I was very much like you because in the 70s and 80s, tattoos were frowned upon. You know, it was, you were a bit rough if you had a tattoo. And then there was the period of time, wasn't it, when people would refer to tattoos as tramp stamps. See, I remember... Tramp stamps, horrible, yeah. horrible phrase. But yeah. that is what was banded about. So so my, my judgment has been really coloured by that. Because I remember my first experience ever of a tattoo firsthand was that my mother got a tattoo on mm. her hip and she got the sort of lesbian symbol of two female signs on her hip. And I remember being really embarrassed as a child about that because my grandparents were really embarrassed about that. And so mm. from a young age... Did she show it to your nanny Thelma? She showed it to me and I mentioned it to my oh nan my and my God, nan like was horrified. Mark yeah, Mark Mark. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> so I grew up and that was all about conditioning. I grew up with the same attitude that, that really it was a bit uncouth. It was a bit kind of common. It was a ruffian. bit... It was a bit ruffian. It was a bit just classless. It was a bit... Ugh. It was a bit... Now... I've completely shifted on that. But when it then when I then look at the kind of whole subject and but then think of my children... But all of those things you just said was how your nan spoke about it, wasn't it? Precisely, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then my mum got one, and obviously I didn't feel quite the same way about that. I was a bit conflicted. I didn't know whether it was Did a bit sad. Did you think it was a bit cool that she'd done it? What, my mum? Mm. Obviously, yeah, she wouldn't have got it done otherwise. But no, I mean, did you think... Oh, did I think it was called... Uh, I just thought... I just remember seeing my nan and granddad thinking it was horrific. Mm. So I don't know what I thought about it. Um... But with children, I mean, I suppose the big question is about what age do you allow them to do stuff? I think we're both very pragmatic about the fact that children have the right to do whatever they want to do over a certain age. And when it gets to sort of 17, 18, they start to drink. There's legalities. You can get tattoos. I don't know what the age legal requirements are on being able to go to a tattooist and have them done. But, um, you know... It's my, 18. Is it 18? So my worry around tattoos is, I mean, back in my day, tattoos would generally happen when I was a kid or when I was a, a, a teenager, when someone got too drunk <laughs> abroad and they made the mistake... What do men do that? And they so made the mistake... Yeah, so friends would come back from holidays, you know, where they'd been on an 18 to 30s trip and they'd come back with a great big tattoo of someone's name on their shoulder. And in fact, if you've got a child that is desperate to have massive tattoos, get them to watch Tattoo Fixers, which I just find hilarious. Yeah. Because it's one person after another coming in with the worst tattoos you've ever seen in your life Absolutely. that they've got when they were drunk. I think that's the thing that's <clears> different <throat> for me about tattoos versus even piercings 
or makeup when you're looking at body art and expression. And, and let's face it, when you're a teenager, you know, all the greatest movements and tribes have happened in teenage years, punk movements, all that kind of stuff. You know, hairstyles, hair colouring. It's a time of expression. And I get why teenagers and young adults want to experiment. But I do find myself you know, verging on being very conservative when it comes to tattoos versus them wearing lots of sort of jewellery. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm actually also a bit conservative when it comes to wearing too much makeup. I mean, I think anything to excess, you have to start interrogating. You have to start interrogating what that's about, where it's come from, what the purpose of it is, how it's going to sort of endanger your child, whether it be in terms of like wearing too much makeup and being too alluring and too suggestive and too sexual or with tattoos. Okay, you're covering a lot of topics. No, 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 but I'm just saying saying that all of these things, it's all about gradations, isn't it? Yeah, but just sticking with tattoos for the minute, what, how do you, now Maddie and Kiki talk all the time about wanting a tattoo. Kiki told me yesterday, that's our 12-year-old, that she once tattooed on her arm heart attack. Right. Did you know this? No. Now, the reason she wants to tattoo that is because Maddie has written her a song called Heart Attack, which talks about her anxiety and stuff. And I did this, oh, my God, when she well, said... Well, so, I mean, I just but, did that, but I thought I'd blow the microphone off the stand. But I said... And she said, but Mum... It's because of the song that Maddie wrote for me. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, but I mean, where, 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 where do you want it? And it's on the top of her arm and it's along the arm. And I immediately controlled myself and thought, do not have a massive reaction to this. Because it is it is in a teenager's nature. It's, their, it's, it's what's supposed to happen, yeah. that they rebel and they kick against. So the bigger your reaction the more appealing the so whole thing is. that why you've told seems. me in here? So that I don't have the massive <laughs> Yeah, don't home. have the massive thing. Um, <clears throat> but of course, as soon as she gets to 18, we have... And, and people get so upset about this. I mean, people sob and they... And, and, and I've had so many women say to me, but they're beautiful, perfect skin. And you can almost... They almost... Um, they mime almost their ch- their child as a baby. You know when you first have your baby and you run your hands mm. all over their skin and their legs and you can't believe you've, you've given birth to this amazing thing and this beautiful skin and it's so soft and their little feet and their little... And I think that that's what... I think that's what... I think that's where it messes us up a bit. Because but that's my like, point. That's my point about yeah, tattoos, though. My but prob- that's not their... But that's my problem with tattoos, and that's why I'm mentioning makeup and and piercings and everything else. All of those other elements are reversible. All those other elements can diminish with time. Ear piercing holes can, can, you know, what's it, close up. Uh, Nose piercings, nipple piercings, they can be taken out. Tattoos cannot be, I mean, they can be, but badly. You know, know, it's very hard to reverse a decision to get a tattoo removed. But, but, if you're really, really honest... Is that really why you don't want the girls to have a tattoo? Because you fear for them in case they don't like it and they can't get it reversed? Or is it is it that in some way we do see our children a bit like our property, you know, just generally speaking, I'm not saying, and somehow that property has been marked? Here's what I think about tattoos. Lots of middle-aged men and women get tattoos who haven't had them, say, all of their life. So I'd say, like, our friends who who have tattoos, they've had them from a young age. It's been part of the scene that they were into. 
But, you know, some people, it's kind of, it's often the sign of a midlife crisis. And there's something quite embarrassing about tattoos. And so my worry is that whilst it might be appropriate for them when they're a teenager to get beautiful things up their arms and all over their necks and all up their backs and it all looks lovely on a young body, when they get older, it ain't going to look quite so nice. Mm. And they're going to they're regret it. And, you know, you, you don't know, especially with our girls, Maddie wants to be, you know, an actor. And, you know, there, there are all sorts of things... That you, you worry about that, jobs, you I, worry about... I hear about... all of that. I hear all of that. But I'm talking about the visceral, emotional response to effectively your grown-up baby marking their skin. Yeah, I do don't you like have, it. I mean, you might not, but that's... I mean, all that other stuff is is the arguments and it's the sensible arguments, but is there is there like a gut reaction to your child? No, I don't I don't feel a sense of ownership no. in that way, no. my worry. Because a lot of people do. No, I'm sure they do. Yeah. But, I mean, I think my reaction is very much one of... You can't reverse it. And any decision mm. you make in life... I mean, for example, one of the most irreversible decisions I made in my life was to smoke for so many years. And I regret it. OK, you can't see the effects of that on my body. But equally... And I'm not suggesting that there's anything necessarily dangerous about them getting tattoos done. But I don't know. I just worry that decisions made now... Is it not our job as parents, even with teenagers or teenagers hitting 17, 18, 19, to somehow guard them against perhaps... And maybe I'm with Lisa, you know, our friend here, on don't have them on the neck... Don't have them on your forehead. Don't have them round your... You know, this idea of a teardrop by the eye. Maddie or, wants one on know, her face. I know, I know. And that, that, I mean, on the face is a very different prospect. I worry on that the body. because she hasn't had to rebel much because we are hippie-like, yeah, hangout kids kind of parents. I'm really worried that that's going to be the one thing that she can really do to rebel and then she's going to really regret it. Mm. Um, I kind of... I wish somebody would do a book right, if anyone's listening that could do this, a book of people over the ages. So somebody that's got a tattoo at 20 and then you see what it looks like on that same body at 50 or 60. Mm. Because I think the problem is when you are young, you never imagine that you're still going to be around at 50 or 60, do you? You just can't think that far ahead because that's... I don't see it as a marking of my sweet baby girl's skin. Mm. I very much do, I, I think I agree with you that I worry about it. it'll be something that they, they may regret mm. and that they may not be able to. I have changed my idea. I've changed my, um, not my idea, I've changed my, I think, I think actually sometimes now when I look at tattoos, I think they've come on so much. I do see them as body art. Oh, no, they can be I never beautiful. used to say that, but mm. I do see it. I was a bit like you. I was sort of really infected by parents and grandparents' mm. Um, thoughts on tattoos um, and unless and, 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 and you know that worked didn't it because mm. we all grew up with our parents oh my god disgusting tattoos and none of us had them um, but now I think that they are more often than not I look at them and I think wow that's absolutely beautiful yeah, but and I can understand that need to have that expression on, on, your, on your body um, and a part of me quite likes that the girls want to do that but I, my greatest fear is on their face and on their neck because I think that's going to haunt you. They are beautiful, but then I look at sort of famous people like Johnny Depp and whoever his ex-girlfriend was and all these people who have these tattoos. I mean, there does seem to be, and I'm probably going to cause all sorts of, uh, I don't know, know, upset and outrage by saying this, there does seem to sometimes be a connection between being really stupid and having tattoos. Because otherwise, why do people tattoo the names of girlfriends or boyfriends on their body? 
fully in the knowledge that they might have to t change the name or adjust the name when they split up with them. It seems such a remarkably odd. And at what point is getting a tattoo or having too many tattoos actually a form of self-harm? I mean, you know... Well, that is, that is, yeah, it, it can I mean, be. It, it can tip over and, you you know, you can become a little bit cross-addicted to it. You can It can become something that's actually very hard to manage, you know. Mm. I mean, you know, when you see what they're called when you have an arm, it's called a sleeve, sleeve. isn't it? A sleeve of tattoos. Now, you know, my hairdressers, they're tattooed to hell and it suits them and, and it looks cool on them and what have you. But they've got it all over their faces. He's got half his face tattooed oh, and no. I'm sort of thinking... That works in a really funky, cool barbers in Soho. But what if your life moves beyond this place? Yeah. Or maybe... And that is the genuine fear, I think, isn't it, for us as parents? It's like, we know how much you can change... Yeah. How easy how it is change. to completely change your mind. Oh, and absolutely. Change your mind. But I some, I'd go even so far as to say that if you go so far as to have tattoos on your face of a certain type, because it kind of ref reflects the world you're in, the job you do the tribe you belong to, mm. you're kind of saying you're not moving beyond that for the rest of your life. Mm. That's what I'd say. And I think that you almost then conform to it and you limit your horizons and you kind of stop actually living to some degree. Mm. I mean, that sounds quite sort of... I mean, I was just thinking about it the other day because it looks... You know, I've seen them when they look lovely on someone or they look great on someone or it suits someone. You know, he's the lead singer of a crazy band and a tattoo in the middle of his face of a web suits him, he's, you know. But, OK, well, that, you can't be anything other than the lead singer of a heavy metal band with mm. a web on your face. Mm. That's it. You're limited. Um, I mean, that's quite rare, but I think I, that somebody's going to get that done. But I think just the general need, it seems to be, in most young people now to have some sort of tattoo, I think you have to let go, let God, because once they get to 18, they're not, they're not, it's not, you know, it's perfectly legal to do it. And how does one manage that? Yeah. No. Well, you can't. Because you can't. You, you just, just can't. You've literally got to say, I don't own this body. I mean, I feel like Maddie's kind of just waiting until she's 18 so she knows, oh, she's that, definitely so that, she knows that no battle can be put. I mean, if Kiki was to come to us now and say, I want a really subtle tattoo behind my, you know, on my wrist or behind my ear, what would you say? Um, I would say, no, she's too young. She's only 12. Yeah. But would there, be, would there be an age at which... But I've always said to them, because I don't want them to do it to rebel, I've always said, yeah, as soon as, as, soon as it's legal, you can do it. Mm. Take the heat out of it. Because as soon as it's legal, if they really want to do it, they're going to do it anyway. So mm. why have the conflict, you know? So, so do you want to move on to body piercing? Is body um, piercing something different? Body piercing... Again, I mean, this really does divide people. I'm really anti-body uh, piercing babies' ears... Oh, right. Um, I think... I don't really understand why people yeah, do it that. It is an odd one. Why do they yeah, do it? Yeah, I, I, it always makes me feel a bit uncomfortable when I see a baby's ears yeah. pierced. Um, because, I mean, they can get infected and it is a shock and it's not very nice. And I just think, what if they didn't want their ears pierced? <laughs> so I think you've got... I think with piercing, you should wait. Now, I, I was totally fine with the girls piercing their ears. Mm. I mean, I know a lot of people say, oh, it should be this age and it should be that age, but I, I was totally fine. I get it. Yeah. We wear earrings. I mean, girls are going to want their ears pierced. I've got no problem with it at all. Kiki now wants to have her, she's 12, going right up her ear. I see it as an expression mm. of herself. So I'm actually, I actually think it's really cool that she wants to do that and mm. I'm excited for her and I'm going to take her. Now, loads of people would say that's absolutely awful to let a 12-year-old pierce up their ear but I but I like that she's she's shy 
And I think it's it's for her, it's a bit of breaking out from that shyness. Yeah, it's self-expression. self-expression. Mm. So I'm fine with that. Now, um, one of my stepdaughters, I was really shocked. Oh, well, I was going to share this story. I don't story. think we should say who yeah. it was. No, I was going to share this story. Well, no one was more shocked than I was when I discovered there was a piercing in a particular place. Yeah, I don't think we'll say where it no. is. But that I did find really shocking. But then I questioned myself, yeah, I did. why did I find this shocking? You know, it's not my body. And I think it's kind of shocking because it really, for me, I was like, oh my God, she's a fully an adult. It was shocking for me because it was a reminder of the fact that your child is no longer yours mm. in that sense. of, And I don't mean that in an oppressive, patriarchal overbearing parenting way but they're just not yours the, you know the, this idea that they pass through you is, is no more acute you're no more acutely aware of that than when you, you find out one of your children is you know is fine piercings various parts of their anatomy and I mean I, I so let's work through anatomy so I like I really don't want the girls to have their belly button pierced because I've got a friend who had her belly button pierced and it was a couple of years later she got pregnant and her belly button piercing split Ow. right up in like two inches no. right down her belly. Oh, my God. So now she's got this split with the oh. stitches. And it was just like, oh, my God, I'm so terrified for that, that she's going to... that. And so, and I've told them that story, so hopefully that will put them off. But can I just say, well, it's interesting, but, that, since you go to sort of belly button piercings, I mean, there are certain... You're right, going around the body is quite a good one, but the belly button, isn't it? This is going to sound really terrible. I'm going to sound really old-fashioned, and I don't want to feel this. So my assumption is that if you have a tattoo, it's a bit common. And if you have a belly button piercing, you're being a bit suggestive and tarty. Mark, what's the matter with you? You sound like a bloody I telegraph know. reader. No, I don't want what to What is the matter? That. No, but I'm trying to work out if I've been programmed. You have been programmed by I've... your granddad. <laughs> Bloody talking like your granddad. No, I too know. common, too flighty. No, What's I know. The with I know you? what has happened. I don't know, but it's scaring me. Have you ever thought of having your but belly because, button pierced? Because you could. Is it? Is it just another adornment? So me with my bangles, me with my earrings, me with a necklace, you with your multiple bangles. And, and no, no, rings. I agree. No, I but agree. what's the difference no, if I, you put it to the belly button? It's just because you've got to have your belly out to show it off. And what's wrong with that? If you've I got a beautiful know. belly, I don't know. I don't know. Whenever I, I see mean, I one, would never I make put a wrong one in my assumption. belly because it would get folded in underneath it, and you'd never see it. <laughs> That's why I wouldn't have. But if I had a gorgeous toned belly, I yeah. probably, I really like it. I love an ankle bracelet. I think it looks beautiful. Sometimes when people have a gorgeous tummy yeah. and they have like a little jewel, I think it looks beautiful. What about a piercing in the tongue? No, my I have real, real issues right. with these things. <laughs> First, the tongue. When somebody has a pit, and that would break my heart if the right. girls had a, because they talk, when somebody talks with a thing in their tongue, I'm not listening to a single thing they say. I literally, I have a visceral response to it. I feel a bit sick. uncomfortable and a little bit sick, and I don't like it. And there's one particular person I know that I really, really like, but she has one, and it's just really off-putting. And that's not because I've been in, you know, um, um, what's the word, 
um, dictated to oh, right. anyway. It's just I don't like the sound of it. I don't like seeing the flash of it in their mouth. And I, I just don't know what I'd do if the kids came and said that they I know what you mean. Tongue. It's the sound of it. But also for me, I hate to say it, but, the, you know, there are... There and you can't beat around the bush here. Less so maybe with... No, not really with tattoos. I mean, there's a, there is a sexual contingent to a lot of this stuff. And, well, and that's a lot of a problem, isn't it? We have to accept that our children will grow up and be yes. sexual beings. No! Yes, no. you do. Because otherwise you're not going to want your child to have one of the greatest free things in life, which is good sex. You have to have a stud through your tongue to have a good no, sex no, life. No, no, but if that is their quirk, then that's their quirk. You know, we don't know. You know, any one of our children could grow up with all kinds of quirks. It's not for us to say. Yeah. But the biggest... They could have your quirks. The biggest, biggest, biggest no-no for me where I would be devastated yeah. are those great big holes that some people put in their ears. Oh, my God. What, where you can put your thumb through it? Oh, no. I don't understand. Because then when you take them out, you're left with a massive great big hole. And that and won't I, close up, will That it? would break my heart. I, I don't know. I would have a real problem looking at the girls if they had that done. But I. But if they choose to have it done... That's their choice. And I've got to get over that because it is a superficial thought. Yes. It's just a hole in an ear. I like a nose piercing. Ooh, do you? Yeah. I think See, it's I quite... just think bogeys the whole time. You think when bogeys? When somebody's got well, a, a nose piercing, I'm just there. thinking bogeys, 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 bogeys. I sometimes want to know that if you take the piercing out of your nostril and you sneeze, does bogey come out of the hole? Well, the holes aren't that big. Don't be so sick. Well, there must be something that comes out. Yeah, if I you don't... blow really hard, can you fire stuff out Well, both the girls want it? nose piercings. Well, but I don't what mind I a nose piercing. what I pray for is that they don't have one in the middle because I just think of, of pigs. Well, I think of cows. Cattle. Oh, is it cows? Yeah, well, yeah, bell. when they have yeah, that yeah, thing in the yeah. middle, I don't like that It's really all. funny because as you're describing all these, Nadia is actually demonstrating where they'd go on her face. And I've alternately seen you as a cow, a sheep, a goat... And then um, there's another one huh? where people put them in their chest. You know, oh like a stud. Oh, my God, I know. A stud in your ear, but you have it on your chest. I know. And I just think, that can't be good for you, just piercing into your What about the eyebrow? Area. You know, where they Don't have a like ring that. in the eyebrow. Makes me feel a bit unwell. See, I just get really cautious and worried that they're going to get caught on things and they're going to get snagged. I mean, I used to get that with the girls with their earrings. But you see, I, you're right. Apart from those great big holes that you can get in your lobes... You know, you're talking about taking Kiki to have her ears done at the top. I was wondering whether I was going to have a sort of extraordinary reaction to that. Like, well, I don't think you should. She's only 12. But I, they feel eminently reversible. Mm. You know, if she decided, oh, it's not for me and she grew up, she can yeah. take them out and, yeah. you know, there won't be any scarring or anything like yeah. that. So I don't really mind But imagine, that. what would you do if um, Maddie yeah. fell madly in love with this guy and we're always this and he's that and yeah. we're listening about him and then he turns up and he's got those great big wheels in his ears with massive holes. I'd ask him immediately about them. I'd say, can you hang stuff off them? And Mark, I'd turn them into a plaything. And then I would sit when he was a bit drunk at dinner and I'd throw things through Mark, them. stop it. No, I would. Well, I mean, you can't sit there with great big holes in your ears and not expect people to talk about them. No, but them. I would be so frightened that she's then going to like think, oh, I'm going to have holes in my ears too. Maybe, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's always the worry, but that's sort of like the influence of boyfriends and friends, But the thing friends, is, at it? the minute, she doesn't... She, they both go, oh, I don't like that, Mum, so I'm praying for that. It's because it's saggy and it's horrible. And oh, it's, it's horrible. It's disgusting. So that's no... So we're quite conventional in our piercings. Ears, basically, yes. we're all right What about with. piercings down below? No, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I'm not talking about it. Um, next. Uh, well, so we've done piercings, we've done tattoos. This is about body art. What else makeup is there? Makeup is Makeup, next. extreme now, makeup. people have such strong opinions on this. 
with their kids. Um, oh, I wonder if we should listen to Maddie's. Oh, that's a good um, idea. Yeah, why, why don't we? First, okay. So let's have a little listen to Maddie. I think and hear what she says about tattoos and maybe piercings too. So I'm really passionate about this topic um, when it comes to like having piercings and having tattoos and doing your hair whatever colour you want. I jump, you know, I jump to the conversation. I'm like, look, this is my opinion. Um, and um, I feel like getting piercings and tattoos in a way is a, in a way it's kind of a teenager rebelling, but also it's some experimenting because, like, it's a big deal when you're able to do something that dramatic. Do you know what I mean? And I think a lot of people, a lot of kids, get thr a thrill out of it if their parents don't necessarily agree with it, and that they can just go and do it anyway. Um, uh, like I, I've, I've wanted tattoos since I was like ten or eleven. Um, I've always, always, always wanted them. Um, and piercings, I love it. Like. Annoyingly, I've only got my ears pierced. I'm gonna get everything else. I'm gonna get like it all up my ears. I'm gonna get nose piercings. I wanted an eyebrow piercing, but then somebody said to me that I could die if I got an eyebrow piercing, and it scared me. So I'm not gonna do that now. Um, but I don't know. I think I find it really addictive. Like as soon as I got my ears pierced, it was so addictive. I'm like, oh my god, now I need like my whole body pierced. And then a lot of people say that about tattooing as well. So I feel like it's kind of it an addiction as well. A lot of people, a lot of people judge tattoos uh, based on like where it is on the body or what it's of. You know, a lot of people when they see face tattoos, it's kind of like, oh, like they're a bit scary or whatever. Like, I don't know. I just feel like people are quite small-minded when it comes to tattoos. Um, and tattoos used to mean something very, you know, it was very different back in the day than it is now. You know, tattoo, tattoos now are more of like a, not necessarily a trend or a fashion statement, but it's like, it's not a big deal when you know, so it literally doesn't mean anything. When somebody's got a tattoo, it's like somebody trimmed their hair, do you know what I mean? It means absolutely nothing, whereas a while back it would have meant a big deal, you know, it kind of meant, I don't know, I, would, I, I don't really know what it meant, but, you know, I would assume that it was, like, gang-related or, you know, you don't want to mess with them, they're tough, they are. I think, legally... You get tattoos when you're 18. So if your child's going to legally be able to get a tattoo at 18, you don't really have the right to be controlling whether they can or not. At that point, they're an adult and they make their own decisions. Then I wanted a lip piercing, but I'm kind of, I'm not, I'm kind of having second thoughts. I want piercings all over my ears. Um, I want a tattoo of a moon on my wrist from when mum always used to sing a song called Moon Shadow to me. Um, and I want cherry blossom, like a big cherry blossom on the side of me, uh, because that's something I should, that's a little inside, not joke, but like a little story between a friend and I, um, I want to get, what are the other things I wanted to get? Man, I can't think of it now, but I want loads of like hand tattoos and, you know, like, um, I want a ladybird as well on my ankle. Uh, maybe some lyrics to some of my favourite songs or like some of my own songs out on my arms. I just want lo I just want loads and loads of stuff. Just <laughs> yeah. Um, but basically, mum and dad can't stop me. If you try and stop me, mum, like I'm gonna, I'm just gonna do it anyway. There is no point in stopping me. 
Oh, oh my, my God. God. I've never heard her so effusive. Life's too short. We've Life's over. So <laughs> I've so, never heard her talk so at So she's going to have, she's thinking of a lip, a nose, an, an ear, eyebrow. an eyebrow, a cherry blossom tattoo, tattoos all Lady over, birds, lyrics, lyrics of songs. Yeah, there's an awful lot to digest in there. Um, and in, I mean, an awful lot. I mean, one thing I really liked about what you're saying was that, you know, you can't just legislate against tattoos per se. No. You know, the conditions in which people get tattoos are completely different. The reasons for which they get them are completely different. They're as varied, they're as, varied as the people mm. are that are getting mm. the tattoos. So she's right. There are going to be those. I mean, I've filmed with tattooists who do re- some of the most remarkable yeah, it creations. It is yeah. art and it is body art. And, and there is something very personal and very unique about someone creating that on your body for you, for your life. And I do love that she's really thought about that. Like she said, you know, it's up to people if they mm. do just have it just as a bit of a laugh. But yeah. what appeals to her is exp- that she finds that there's something very beautiful in somebody feeling something very strongly and then expressing it on their body yeah. that will then then be there forever. So she caught me on that one. I thought, yeah, that's actually quite a good argument. But I also noticed she has a way of getting around you. I noticed the way you were suddenly all sort of uh, dewy-eyed when it was like a moon cloud thing on her I'm hand. Being yeah, as soon as it's because it's about mummy being shadow. all moon cloudy, it's all, yeah, you can have a tattoo no, no, the size actually, of a... <laughs> no, no, you're wrong, because when she said a little moon on her wrist, I thought, yeah, that's the kind of tattoo I'd like. I didn't right. realise then she was going to say what she said after that. You know, little markings here and there. But she's obviously planning full on, all over the works. And she's also already recognised that she actually could have a proclivity to addiction. Well, that was the other thing that she talked about. And I'm pleased she mentioned that because I do think we have to... Well, there's consciousness about it, but she's not doing... She doesn't see it as something she she needs to worry about. Do you think being overly judgmental as a parent is possibly a good thing just to put the brakes on not having any tattoos, but perhaps not having thousands of tattoos? Okay, you've just described me as sounding like my grandfather and being like a reader of the Telegraph. But I've moved from there and become more liberal in my attitude. Maybe we need to be a little bit more stringent with our kids so that they don't all end up completely covered in tattoos. I am not that worried. She has the pain threshold of an ant. (laughs) The first prick and she's going to be at... I'm out of here. It's agony, Mum. She can't take pain. And it's very, very painful having a tattoo. Very painful. Have you had one? No, but everyone I know that has says <laughs> it's bloody agony. <laughs> she didn't... Well, she, she didn't mention any body piercings. I th- I she did. Got, well, no, Nose, no, no, no. no eyebrow, yeah, on the head, but not lip. on the body. I mean, around the well, face. Well, probably because she doesn't want to touch. She said, I'm going to have piercings all over my body. That's what she said. She sounds like she's going to be like a pinball. At one with... point then, I wondered whether she was drunk. Obviously, I know she wasn't, but I mean, it just seemed she seemed... It was remarkably detailed and she... Very... She's really thought this out. And I she's mean, not allowing us any scope to parent here. No. So what are we going to do? Well, because, like she said, it's like when you can go to the pub. This is a big... This is this. This is this a big, is a freedom. big yeah. freedom moment. Yeah. This signifies freedom to her mm. and, and the start of her adult life. And, you know, this is in a year, how, babe. How do we know she hasn't already had a tattoo then? If she's saying that her friends will... Well, if them. she already has had a tattoo, then there's nothing we can do about it and that's up to her. I wouldn't be angry, I wouldn't be cross, I wouldn't be anything. It's her body. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like we need to go home and interrogate her. <laughs> I think I think just quickly to touch on makeup as well, because I think that um 
I know uh, what she's talking about there, though. She's describing people with extreme amounts of foundation. Yeah, and... no, but, but within that, do you step in as a mum and say that to your daughter? And I think it's one of those things that you have to be very careful around because I think kids are trying to find their way, you know, is another kind of expression makeup. Mm. Um, you know, I, I'm a great believer in in actually letting them experiment with makeup. I mean, Kiki wears a teeny bit of mascara, doesn't she? A teeny bit of eyeliner, she's 12. Mm. And a little bit, teeny bit of blusher. And I can see that it makes... It, it, she enjoys it and she's very good at putting it on and, and a lot of people would say to me, God, she's 12, you absolutely shouldn't be allowed allowing her to wear makeup. Because I think people immediately connect it to you're out hunting for a man mm. and actually I think that's a really bad message to give a girl oh why are you wearing that top oh why are you wearing that makeup are you out hunting for a man this is what we say you know always about everything no she puts it on because she actually likes the way that it looks well I was going to ask really... though I mean I think for men though and I think for fathers there's a confusion here around things like makeup because I think there's an assumption that makeup is worn purely to attract the opposite sex and to look mm. prettier and to look attractive um, but you're saying it's well, not just about that? I suppose men would, but it's not. Women aren't just only ever thinking about men and young girls aren't... I mean, I certainly don't think that's the case for it... Kiki. I think that she she puts a teeny bit on mm. because it highlights the way she looks and she feels prettier. And and all teenage <clears throat> girls and tweens, and they all want to feel a bit prettier than they do. But it's human that, nature. There is that slightly concerning moment, though, and I remember years ago I filmed um, some American beauty pageants and there's nothing more conflicting than seeing a, a, a child or a young teenager with extraordinary amounts of makeup on because oh, yeah. well, that's when you very see different. when you very see different. when you see makeup like that on it looks entirely like it's about yeah. seduction that's a very different alluring. thing and i think that that i actually have a very you know just a, a, a very negative response to that. But where's I the just, line? How do you draw the line? Um, How do you encourage the right amount of red lipstick? Well, I, wouldn't, I would never encourage. I would never say to them, it's time for you to wear makeup. I think she, mm. Kiki, I can't really talk about any other children, but I think with our children, they've come to it very naturally. Mm. My sisters and I were the same. There was never a problem with it. I'm not too hysterical about it. I don't want to be the blame mama, you're going to be doing this because you want this and you want that and why are you dressing yourself up like that? I think it's just expression. I think it's natural progression. I think everywhere we look, there's they grow up. with. They've watched me put my makeup on. They watch... But how you do know, you get to... But if you're a parent watching it, I mean, is there a point at which you could say or decide, oh my God, hang on, that's too much makeup. You're wearing too much makeup. Because I, th I do think there's a... Yeah, but I think... I Absolutely, I do. But I think you have to be really careful about how you say it because... When you are experimenting, if you're made to feel stupid or ugly, it's a horrible, horrible thing. Mm. So I would say, say if I thought there was too makeup, I'd say, oh, wow, your eyes, that looks... Have you put a little bit of mascara on? That looks so nice. Not do, have you put mascara on? It makes mm. me feel silly. Have you put a little bit of mascara? Oh, I can see how that looks really pretty. I think... And your lips, maybe just like a couple of shades better would go well with your skin tone. I think that might be a bit bright for you, but I would never blame them. Or Do you think pick fathers should ever comment on the makeup that their daughters put on, no. regardless of whether it's too much or too? No, I genuinely don't. No, 
I just think because I think it would cut too deep with the girl and you don't want to... Yeah, I mean, that's why I remain quiet on it. I mean, I do think that men have it hardwired almost into our DNA mm -hmm. as much as women have it hardwired into their DNA to use and wear makeup. I think men have it hardwired into our DNA that certain types of makeup are symbols of certain types of behaviour or things. Mm. So I think I've said before that red lipstick can sometimes be seen as just, it's just a sexual thing. It's, it's, mm. a, bit, it's a bit slappery. Mm. And, you know, so I, I mean, I would avoid ever commenting. There you go, it's the telegraph reader again. <laughs> it's not the telegraph reader. No, I'm trying to be fundamentally honest about how, you know, these things that I, we just, hang on, these things that we just take for granted and are just accepted norms and we can all be very liberal about it. I think we underestimate the extent to which beneath the radar, so we're all socially conditioned into reading these things in certain ways. Mm -hmm. And I think it's interesting to challenge ourselves. So I'm trying, when I say that, I, I'm not saying it's the right thing or a good thing that I think like that. I'm conditioned. I have been conditioned into seeing extraordinary amounts of makeup to mean that that person or woman or child or young adult or young woman is trying to be too overtly sexual. And if that's happening in my own child, then I get concerned. Mm. So, but, but at the same time, I avoid talking about it at all costs because I'm worried I'm going to just put my foot in it every time. It's a hornet's nest, listener. I mean, there's no right or wrong, there's no blimmin' rule book. We can say this every time, every, every conversation we ever have about being a parent. It's a minefield. Um, and I think it's certainly a, a conversation we can revisit. Now, before we record each episode of our podcast, we ask you to get involved on social media. Hashtag Confessions of a Modern Parent. If you want to get in touch on our Instagram, it's at Nadia Sawala and Family. On Twitter, at Nadia Sawala. And if you're a little bit scared of Nadia and you're a little <laughs> bit worried that she might tell you off, you can always come to lovely, cuddly old me <laughs> at, at, on Instagram at Mark underscore Adderley. A-double-D-E-R-L-E-Y. Got a text from Brian45 in Swindon. My daughter is coming up to 16. As we know, this is the age when kids think they can do whatever they like, and to some degree, they aren't wrong. But they have no real-life experience outside of their family and friends, so often differences in opinion are heated. I've never been interested in body art, and if asked, I'd lend, I tend to say that it's tacky and crass, but each to their own. I have to admit that I actually have a couple of tattoos. I got them to remind me of a couple of family members that sadly died suddenly and felt at the time this was a way to keep their memory close to me. My 16-year-old daughter really wants a tattoo. She knows I have tattoos, yet trying to explain to her the difference between marking your body with something you may change your mind on later in life versus using a tattoo as a remembrance of something profound in your life isn't going well. She won't budge from the perceived hypocrisy and has threatened to take herself to have a tattoo whether I agree or not. So... Do I let her have her way and at least I'll have a chance to make sure she goes somewhere safe and good or do I stick to my guns as I'm sure that she'll regret a butterfly tattoo on her neck in later life? Hmm. I think you have to ensure she goes somewhere safe and good, really, yeah. don't you? What do you think? I think you have to ensure she goes somewhere safe and good because she's going to do it anyway and you yeah. don't want it to be a rubbish one. Yeah. So, I mean, I was just wondering there when he said, you know, I let them, what was it he said about that? I think um, Brian said that he had let his daughter know that he mm. thought there was something crass. And I was thinking, and I sort of jumped when I thought, when I heard it, I thought, well, is that the right thing to say? And I think, well, no, actually, it is okay to say, well, in my opinion, mm. they've always left me feeling a bit cold, you know, and a bit 
I do judge the person a bit when I see a tattoo. I think it's all right to say that as long as you're saying, but each to, to your to their own, like he does. But I also totally understand her seeing it as, as hypocritical because yeah. it might be a form of remembrance. I think that's a pretty, yeah. you know, there are other ways of remembering someone. You yeah. don't have to have it on your body. Yeah, but he was you also know. saying in that, and that's why it's very difficult to to object to his daughter having it. Um, it really meant something to me. Yes. And that is uh, subjective, isn't it? So you yes. can't say, oh, well, this really meant something to me, but what you're saying means to you, yeah. you saying that that means something to you is... is it's null and void because yes. I, I don't understand that. You can't do that. You know, so. the more we talk about it, the more I don't really understand why I have this telegraph approach to tattoos. Just I mean, your grandparents. Do. I know, but in a sense, does it really matter if your entire body's Doesn't covered matter. in anything? Doesn't I mean, does matter. it? You're not hurting not anyone, really. are you? Not really. I mean, the only person who's potentially going to regret it is you. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm behaving like well, a moron. Well, certain jobs depends what jobs it is, what job you're going for, though, isn't it? I mean, if Maddie wants to be an actress, that could be a real pain. Well, but then again, most actors and actresses now seem to have tattoos. So. Yeah, they just cover them up. Kathy, 29, from Poole. I let my 13-year-old girl have her ears pierced recently, giving in to her constant asking. A lot of her friends had their ears pierced a year or more ago, and she's really feel, felt the peer pressure to join in. The group she is friends with are typical teenage girls and spend a long time looking at fashion videos and makeup DIY videos on YouTube and so on. My daughter's asked me about Botox and facial filler and she's interested in boys and girls with tattoos. She's fascinated with body adornments. We've had many open chats about when these options are legal for her and why people might choose to do them. I really want to keep the lines of communication open as well as encourage her to love who she is naturally and not spend her flourishing years trying to change her appearance to fit the status quo. Now these girls are starting to get those piercings, multiple ear piercings, belly, nose, button, belly button piercings and even tongue piercings. Mm. I wonder where, where the peer pressure my daughter felt to have her ears pierced will end and how much influence these adolescents' props into adulthood are having over permanently disfiguring our children. How do you guide your child through letting her establish her individuality and express herself while protecting her from making lasting mistakes she'll regret? I don't no. Well, I think it goes... But I'm trying by just sort of... I don't know if it'll work, but I'm trying to say, well, I would be really careful personally because when you get old, what's it going to look like? I mean, it's saggy. I'd be careful where I put it because it might affect my job. But I completely understand that it is it is um, freedom of choice at your age and that it is an expression of yourself. So, Presumably, um, though, I'd have thought the best thing you can do as a parent is somehow take the act of rebellion out of it. Mm. So that if it's not... An, and any act of rebellion has the potential to be sort of done compulsively, repeatedly, and with the potential for danger. And what I mean by danger isn't like killing you, but the danger to go too far with anything. And I think most adverse behaviour in teenagers happens as a rebellion against parents. Now, the reason we've heard Maddie today being so forthright is she feels that this might be one area... I could be quite a telegraph reader yeah. about, and she's not wrong necessarily. But I think if you can reduce the rebellion, the sense of rebellion in your child, you have the chance for them to do things moderately, perhaps. Um, and I think you just have to keep an eye on the addictive side of it. I think you just yeah. have to sort of go, well, at the point it's that virtually crazy. every orifice has a, has a, has a bolt through it, uh, we need to kind of have a conversation. But that's dangerous. Because once they've had that freedom, how do they stop? 
Well, that's it for this episode of Confessions of a Modern Parent. If you'd like to comment on any of the topics we've discussed today, we'd love you to get in touch. Use the hashtag Confessions of a Modern Parent. If you want to find me on Twitter, it's at Nadia Sawala. And on Instagram, it's at Nadia Sawala and family. And if you fancy getting in touch with me, it's at Mark underscore Adderley. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please subscribe, rate and review, tell your friends and get involved. And you can hear more episodes of Confessions of a Modern Parent on Global Player or wherever you get your podcasts. Bye. Ta-da! <laughs>